Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'm Dear Scooter, and I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. And that's exactly what this podcast is. You're going to get in bed, pull the covers up, close your eyes, do all that, you know, your normal bedtime stuff. And you'll start this podcast, and I'll tell you a story, and you can listen and forget about, you know, paying the bills or going to work tomorrow or whatever. And the story's going to get a little bit more boring with each passing minute. And that's going to help you slip off into dreamland. That's why I made this podcast is for people that have trouble falling asleep. I know there's a lot of you out there. I want you to try it and see if it works for you. I'm pretty sure I've got like a superpower, which is telling boring stories. And I'm trying to make good use of it. Let me know if it's working for you. Uh, Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And I have a lot of sleep tips at our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com. Or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. And if you can't fall asleep after listening to this boring story, let me know. Uh, and I'll try to work with you. I, I'm slowly amassing a knowledge of sleep problems and sleep tips just out of curiosity. And I'm not doing this to sell you some tapes, meditation tapes, or um, sleep vitamins or anything like that. I'm just doing it because I've been there. I've been struggled with insomnia and stuff like that. And I want to help. So, if you like the show, please do me a favor and review and rate us on iTunes. It'll help other people find the show. Or let let someone else know about the show. And I want to give a big thank you to Kyla in Ireland. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. uh, For reviewing and rating us on iTunes and listening to the podcast. Thanks a lot. Tonight, we're going to be going back to our Christmas theme. Since we only got a couple days left until the holidays. Uh, come to a close here, and it's uh, the year Rudolph's nose broke, and it's part two. If you missed part one, just go to www.sleepwithmepodcast slash Rudolph. But uh, in part one, Rudolph's nose wasn't working. They were doing everything they could, exploring Eastern medicine, high-tech medicine, and they could not figure out why Rudolph's nose wasn't working. It looks like uh, Mrs. Claus kind of sent him out on this vision quest to uh, find, you, you know, go out on his own and figure out what's what was wrong with his nose. And that's where we pick up the story. Is Rudolph just kind of out there trekking uh, in the wilderness? He, he gets up in the sky and flies for a while. And he's just heading south. It happens to be, I, I think he's in Norway, best I can tell. I mean, I'm, I'm putting this, cobbling this together, you know for my travels in the north uh, and the stories people would tell me about Rudolph but so Rudolph is uh, is flying and every once in a while he see like a pack of a pack of bears and he'll settle down and talk to them or just you know animal watch and he sees a wild reindeer roaming in packs and, and he's just thinking to himself like you know what, what if you know what if my nose never works again? Like, he's more concerned, like, that Santa's going to be mad at him and everyone's going to be disappointed and he's going to be ashamed that he somehow let everyone down. And he's he's getting more and more depressed. And, and he sees, like, a village. Uh, he decides to check it out. Not too far from Lilyhammer, I believe, uh, where the Olympic Games were held once upon a time. But Rudolph settles down. He sees one little cottage off off the beaten path and he goes up to the cottage 
looks in the window and there's a family in there. They're watching TV. And it's the, since it's the holidays, they're, they're watching a marathon and it's on, uh, they've been watching American Reality Station E. They're watching like these, uh, a marathon of like the, the celebrity aftermath ones where it's all these celebrities like that their lives fall apart. Like most famously is like Amanda Bynes or uh, Lindsay Lohan. But, you know, they got about, they're what, they're on a 12-hour marathon. And Rudolph, he's never watched E. You know, they have the internet up in the North Pole or like some version of it. So he's familiar with some of these celebrities and they've seen movies. But he's never, never heard these stories tales of woe and addiction and like Robert Downey Jr. his tale of like just epic fame and and out of control behavior. Rudolph's kind of transfixes he he kind of sees himself a little bit as like you know he he was going around sleeping with a lot of reindeer so he's just he's, he's, he's watching these shows and he, he kind of can't believe what he's seeing uh he's transfixed and he's watching for hours and hours. So, so he's watching for hours and hours. And then the church bells kind of toll. And the people come out of the house. They see him. You know, kid, the, the kid's are like, hey, hey, look, look, it's a, a, a reindeer. And he says, you know, can you fly a reindeer? And Rudolph gets scared. And he runs off. And he runs up. That, you know, house. this is a, a mountain town. Rudolph runs off. And he starts running up the mountain. And lo and behold, he slips. He tumbles off the the little uh, game path he was on, rolls, hits a boulder, hits his head, triggers an avalanche, but also knocks himself unconscious. And the next time Rudolph wakes up, he's uh, he's filming a movie. And it's like, a, he's kind of like a James Bond type. And he's arguing with the, he's arguing with the director. And then things start to happen. He gets a flash of like a driving a, a really fast car and doing lines of cocaine. Uh, and then he's fighting his father, like fist fighting, but with the hoof fighting, I guess you'd call it. And then Colorese is crying. And then Rudolph's passed out on the street. You know, then he's kind of strung out and people are making fun of him on the news. He's on E!, and they're saying, what happened to Rudolph? His nose isn't so bright anymore. And you see, you know, sees this whole, whole tra transformation from, you know, one of the most famous reindeer of all to burnout, living in the gutter. And he's out cold, lying in the gutter, praying, pray praying for the Lord to take him, I guess. Or I don't know what reindeer would, they probably worship some sort of, Maybe they just worship Santa. I don't know. Whatever. He's praying to die. He closes his eyes. And, and kind of he thinks he hears some, some children calling for help. Help. Shakes, shakes awake, but he can't see anything. He's in total darkness. But he can hear these children calling for help. And he's, he, he's, he gets... He's buried under a little bit of snow, but not too much. And then he gets out of snow, and he can see gray, but that's the only thing he can see. And he realizes that blood's caked over his eyes where he got hit, but since he don't, he doesn't have um, opposable thumbs or even 
He just can't get the blood off his eyes, so he's kind of staggering towards the sound. And he gets closer to the village, and then ends up the the avalanche had taken over the village, and it just happened to be at the time they were having their town um, where they retell Christmas tales, and they had a little Christmas market, and it was all set up um, at the non-denominational church of welcomeness. So everyone's trapped in the church. The church is buried. And people are screaming, help, help, the ceiling's cracking, and you hear some wood cracking, and kids crying. So Rudolph starts digging. And he might not be able to take blood off his face, but you know, reindeer can dig. And he's really digging hard, and then he, he thinks he's got a, a hole dug, and it caves in. And then he's pissed. He's digging with anger, rage, and passion. And then he... But every every hole he thinks he he thinks he's about to break through it caves in and finally caves in on him, you know Rudolph's ticked, and people are crying. They think someone's helping, and you know the building's about to collapse, and so he, all of a sudden he's digging with this rage, and and he just feels like so hot, like sweating with anger and passion, trying to get these people out, and he notices like the snow's melting around him, you know the people are like wait someone's coming someone's coming. And he, he sees um, this uh, stained glass windows. Finally, he's getting close to it, and he's trying to dig, dig uh, safely, but with passion at the same time. He notices he's so angry and so hot, and and, and uh, that uh, you know he's actually melting the snow, and then it's freezing right behind him, so it's not caving in anymore. He's getting closer and closer to the window, and. Uh, I guess in this town, Santa was one of their demigods because the stained glass windows of Santa and Rudolph and the reindeer. And they're like, it's Rudolph, it's Rudolph. And it ends up from the inside the church, like there's this red light coming towards them. And, you know, Rudolph's here to save us, Rudolph's here. Rudolph's, I mean, he's just trucking. He doesn't, he's like, that doesn't make any sense that they know I'm coming, but who cares? I got to get these people out of here. So he finally gets the window and then he, smashes through the window and I mean if you've ever broken into a church I mean that's one was one of my old hobbies but it's pretty tough breaking through a stained glass window because it's got all this you know it's not like breaking a plate plate glass window and I think it's lead that for whatever Rudolph's so passionate boom melts the lead breaks through the glass and everyone cheers and they hug him and, and, and putting blankets on him to dry him off and and cheering and women are fainting and that's when he realizes his nose is lighting up the church and he's like holy moly and he gets every you know he, he helps everybody you know he lets women and children ride him and he goes through the tunnel he's built and get gets him out he's kind of he, he kind of feels bad he's like you know i buried your town uh because i was running away because he, he he tells them how his nose hasn't been working, and and they're like thinking, "Oh no, no!" And he's like, "No, I need to thank you because, you know, for I just need your forgiveness for for burying your town. I'm gonna go back to the North Pole. I'll get I'll get me a load of elves, and we'll dig you guys out." And that's exactly what he did. He went back to the North Pole, told them what happened, and told them his nose is working now, and he, he was testing it out when he was flying back. You know, they send down a load of elves. Santa even comes. They dig the town out. Christmas is saved. 
And it, it's like an irony because by bear, almost killing a bunch of people by accident, it's like I, I guess the, the the moral of this story is watch E. Because uh, kind of if Rudolph didn't watch E, is it just E now? He used to have a E something tagline, but whatever. I mean, we all know what E is. It's the channel the Kardashians are on in America. I don't know in, in uh, other countries what if you guys have the Kardashians, but that's not important. But, well, yes, it is, I guess. Kim Kardashian saved Christmas. Rudolph's nose was broke, and the network that she somehow affiliated with, Rudolph happened to watch it, had a dream, and saved this town after he buried it and almost killed everybody. So that's that's the story tonight, is that um, you can ruin Christmas your nose can break. I mean, your nose could be oh so bright and drive a sleigh, Santa's sleigh, but, you know, sometimes you fall on hard times and you lose faith in yourself and your ability. And seeing something like a story of one of the two Corys or Macaulay Culkin or trying to think of other um, downfalls. I hear Macaulay Culkin's on the upswing. Obviously, Robert Downey Jr.'s killing it. I think he got paid the most ever for the Iron Man 3 uh, Avengers sequel. But, you know, you can be famous. If you're listening and you're famous, do me a favor and tell some people about this podcast. But also... You know, your nose might not always be so bright, and that's okay. And it shouldn't keep you up at night. Because what you could do is watch, go on a binge of TV and then bury a town near Lily Hummer. And if you have a magical nose, save the townspeople. They'll praise you for it. And that'll rekindle your belief in something I don't know I'm just riffing here folks because I'm trying to bore you to sleep and I guess we also learned you know the in episode one part of the mystery was how, how does Rudolph's nose work or what what's driving it? it seems like it's passion and anger a little bit of anger Rudolph's got an edge but and, and mostly purpose like when his nose started working at its best, he was helping Santa. And I mean, who knew his po- his nose had the power to superheat snow and even melt metal and glass? Pretty cool. Hopefully, U.S. military doesn't try to weaponize that, but weaponizing passion and purpose—it's like a weapon of happiness or of Christmas spirit, we'll say. So just remember. If you see Kim Kardashian, Macaulay Culkin, Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes, any of the any many people, whether they're down and out or they're on the upswing, say thank you because you know what? If it wasn't for you and e-reality television, we wouldn't have had Christmas because, as I've learned through a boring podcast, is that you guys really 
inspired Rudolph to save Chris, and see, his nose was broke. You could just retell him the story, and then tell me about it, because he might be in jail at that point, and I'm not legally responsible for any of that, any behavior. I'm not. I'm just saying, say thank you. You can retell the tale at your own. Retell the tale. Retell. Retell the tale. Retell the tale. Okay. So get, get yourself some sleep. And I'll be, I'm here for you. I'm posting stuff. It, and I got to tell you, like, when you can't sleep, it seems like it's it's never going to end. And if you're still listening to this, I really pity you because, um, but it, it does end. This too shall end. Some famous guy once said, I don't know if it was Shakespeare or Mark Twain, but, or this too shall pass. None shall pass. That was, um, Gandalf said that on the fire bridge or something, but this, this will pass, you know, this, you're going to get through whatever this, this is a bump in your road. And maybe next Christmas, you're the one inspiring Rudolph and saving Christmas. Okay. So get some rest. I'm here for you. And there's plenty of other people out there that can't sleep. So even though you might feel like you're alone, you're not. And this Christmas, I give you my heart. Okay. So take it away or give it away. I don't, I don't care. Because I need to go to sleep, alright? Go to sleep. Get some rest. Who's looking at you, kid? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I get, I'm getting goofy now. And the, Maybe that just get out of bed and, and uh, do something if, if you're still listening to this. Or maybe you're falling asleep. Maybe you were asleep and I woke you up when I just left. And I'm, I'm, now you're not going to get back to sleep. And now I just triggered negative thought process, a shame spiral, as Stuart Smalley would say. But, no, go ahead and get some sleep, all right? Or, if not, just go and do something relaxing. And Okay, it's going to be all right. Trust me. You don't know me. I'm a perfect stranger. Faceless. Just telling boring tales. Yeah. So, trust me. I'm the one who told you how... I'm giving Kim Kardashian credit for saving Christmas. Doesn't that make me trustworthy? Please.